Welcome back to the Pick Your Poison Podcast, Week 10, College Football Slate, coming into some new Yeezy, some of his new Christian music that he's rocking these days. He's our new pastor here on the Pick Your Poison Podcast. We're offering it up to God this week, Week 10, College Football Slate, after a huge Week 9. Rebs Bagman here is your host, coming off a juicy seven and three week dropping winners left and right all over the place bringing in money for the listeners here Pullman you had boots on the ground last week you were a big Oregon supporter had your Jeremiah Masoli jersey on in Autzen Stadium in uh, Eugene Oregon I had an Oregon student section uh, hat on as well uh, backwards uh, had myself a few Coors Lights at the same because that's all they have out there. But um, Rednecks. Pac-12 country. Just absolutely beautiful. Leaves changing. Great people. Uh, college bars. West Coast. C minus, I'd say. That's fine. The tailgating atmosphere surprisingly B. B? Okay. I give it, I'm comparing this to SEC states. I would have put the their bar, if, I, if you would have made me guess, I would have said their bar scene is better than their tailgating scene just because of what you get, how, how much you get good tailgating down here in the SEC country. I would have thought their bars would be at least up to par, but it sounds like it's the opposite. Yeah, opposite, and you know, uh, you had to get some hiking done or out there too, but that's just packed how, how stone How stone did you get in Oregon? Uh, I did buy an eighth at a legal weed shop. That was a yeah. Well, it's legal. It's legal yeah. there, so no one can no one can do anything to you here on this podcast with it, try to try to like incriminate you for this. Well, I didn't smoke it. Hint, hint, went weak. Yeah, yeah. You just bought it for the recreational part. Yeah, just, just said it. Just, yeah, yeah. It's all about it's, it's all just about the prank. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we got we got producer J Dog here on the line. J Dog, say what's up. Beautiful. We always need a good look-ahead line, but we're going to go ahead and jump into this week's slate, starting off with the world's largest cocktail party in Jacksonville, Florida, with Florida Gators versus Georgia Bulldogs. Pulling with the line and spread on that one? Uh, in Jacksonville, UF is getting six and a half against Georgia. Obviously, mutual site game. Neither team really is in a down rut, I'd say. They're neither in a really an up rut either. Um, I'd up rut. Up rut. I barely know her. I think this line is a little too much. I love Florida here getting this many points. I think this is going to be one of those things where there's going to be at least eight goal line stands, probably all on the same drive, if I had to guess. I think that's a repeat of 2017. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I don't think Georgia will be able to move the ball effectively on Florida. They've been, as I've said, rut already a thousand times, but they're kind of in an offensive rut. I think UF holds. I don't know if they win. I think they keep it close with the touchdown. Bagman, what do you got? So, yeah, Georgia-Florida here. Frat Beach in Jacksonville, Georgia fans storm Frat Beach, as they say. There's going to be a bunch of Georgia SAE bros funneling, funneling um, like high lives, funneling uh, Xanax bars. I don't know whatever they do at SAE in Georgia. They're going to be lit for this game. I think so. For I love the slate so much this week that I'm taking every single game and every single point total. So I'm giving you a million locks on this week's slate. I'm I'm touching it all. I'm touching it all. I'm in love with it. I absolutely love it. 
Um, so because Kirby Smart owns Dan mm-hmm. Mullen, thank you, owns Dan Mullen, and because of Frat Beach, I just love Frat Beach so much. But no, yeah, the, the largest outside cocktail party, Frat Beach, love frats. I was a Phi Delta at Ole Miss back in the day. Phi Delta Theta at Ole Miss, shout out, shout out Phi Delta Theta, the greatest fraternity that ever was or ever will be. Hey, no free ads, all right? No free ads, no free ads. I'm going to take Georgia here, land the six. I'm also taking the over. I'm taking a lot of SEC overs here. I think Georgia comes out firing. Kirby Smart needs this win to get back in the college football playoff, get in the top four. Uh, he needs this to get back in the conversation. He's going to run Dan Mullen out of the stadium. It's going to be a blowout. 45 points from Georgia alone. Florida can make the up the other seven or eight, however many need for the over of over 53. Pull him. What we got next? Well, I think you're on Frat Beach already right now with your uh, math you're throwing out. Oh, I'm throwing out mad math. J-Dog, do you have a read on this, by the way? So even though they had a bye, even though they had a bye last week, though. Uh, well, you know, my, my staff may not be. You know, hey, J Dog, doesn't forget about a team coming off a bye. Did the game happen? Yeah, Kirby Smart has owned Dan Mullen over his entire career. Let's lay those points together. Fuck Pullman. What's our next game? Next game, 3 o'clock, Mississippi State travels to Arkansas. Razorback stadiums are not getting any of that Little Rock bullshit. Arkansas is catching 7.5 at home, over under 58. I'll jump right in on this one. Um, both teams over the last five games uh, have one combined win between the two of them. That would be State five weeks ago at, uh, or excuse me, hosting Kentucky. These teams both have no clue where they're going. I believe uh, I heard through the grapevine, Chad Morris guaranteed to win this week even though he's 0-12 uh, against SEC opponents since he started. I love the moxie. I love the balls. Don't know if he's going to win, but I think these two uh, donkeys fighting over a turnup is going to result in less than a touchdown game. I absolutely love Arkansas here. I think they'll keep it within one-score game. Who do you have, Bagman? I fucking love this game like I love the entire slate. I'm taking Arkansas and the money line here. Ooh. Love the Hogs. Chad Morris gets his first win of the season, his first win in SEC play since he became the head coach of Arkansas. Joe Moorhead is dead, dead in Starkville. He already has a house bought in, in New Jersey going to Rutgers next year. Heard it here first. I said it three weeks ago. Um, Joe Moorhead is dead. Dead man walking, as J Dog says. I did see a house just go for sale for two million dollars in North Brunsfield, New Jersey. So, oh well, that's you can go ahead and put his name on the lease you because put his gullet there. He's, yeah, he's yeah. already plumped the sold sign out front. Yeah, that gray ass head. Yeah, and his and his fat gullet. It's already it's already sold to him. And Chad, you don't guarantee a win unless you like. When you're zero and twelve in the SEC or zero and thirteen, when you guarantee you know a, uh, a win when you're zero and twelve. That's an automatic win. I don't care if you're guaranteed. He guaranteed he gets that Bama two weeks ago, and I would have bought it if this was week what at ten this week for him. Yes. If you didn't have, if he didn't have this much riding on it, because he literally might get fired. He literally might get fired if he does not win this game, and you guarantee a win. So he's laying it all the line. I'm taking Arkansas and the money line here, plus two thirty, plus seven on this spread. J Dog, do you have a read on it? Fayetteville. In Fayetteville, 
Yeah, it's the old, it's the old, you're not going to be fired, but we're going to encourage you to take another job, and he has another job waiting yeah, for him, yeah, so. Yeah, 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 no, I mean, it's just, it's just, uh, oh yeah, I just want to take a shittier job. And he gets back to his roots up in the Northeast, because he can't do shit down here in the Southeast. Uh, he, he's getting run out of town, left and right, so, we, we all agree here, we were all taking Arkansas, I'm money lining, J-Dog's also money lining, um, so we're going to go ahead and move on. Joe Moorhead is dead, pronounced dead. We'll give his eulogy next week on the podcast after he loses this game. So we're going to move on to our next game, Vandy versus South Carolina. Pullman? Ooh, uh, I will be taking the weight team here. Vandy getting 15 and a half. I can't get a read on either one of these teams. Absolutely not. Both these teams up and down, up and down, up and down. I Honestly, you could flip a coin and say he was going to win this. That's the reason why I'm going to take the 15. This can also be a play right here. We put money on the line as well. Oh. Put a little unit on the line, sprinkle it, because, like I said, this is a coin flip game. Maybe could either lose this by 52 or win this by 52. I honestly have no clue. I don't think Vegas has a clue. But uh, See, this is where you're a fucking dumbass, though. Because this is a night game in Columbia, in Williams-Brice. Sandstorm's going to be rocking left and right. Boom has not had sex so, with his wife so, since like ages ago, since the Georgia win about four weeks ago. Will Muschamp strikes me as a guy though who usually only has sex once every six weeks, so yeah. I feel like he's not craving one yet. That I, that, I, that clock is ticking though. That I'll, clock I'll is respect ticking. the sandstorm in, in a bit. You know they are like the eighth hardest place to play in the SEC, so you know that is kind of difficult, I guess. At night, sandstorms always rocking. I'll t- I'll lay fifteen when they're at home. At night, when Sandstorm's rocking, that student's actually going to be going booming nuts. And I'm taking the under as well. Vandy will not score 10 points in this game. South Carolina's going to have three interceptions. Hey, I just got one more thing to add on this before uh, J-Dog's pick. If you saw South Carolina lay down and let Tennessee rub their belly last week, you know that team's quit. I think that team's done. I don't think they're coming back from last week. Boom refuses to let his team they quit. Rolled, they rolled over, and they let Tennessee pet their belly in the second half last week. But they're going to come back home, and they're going to be rowdy. J-Dog, what you got? Uh, well, I feel like uh, Pullman is somewhat projecting here. You know, he's, he's talking about Yeah, I agree too. I'm taking South Carolina, laying the 15, and I'm also taking the under because Vandy will not score. Let's go, let's run it back though to the 3 o'clock game for the Tennessee. 6 o'clock, the SEC Network slate, or ESPNU, excuse me, uh, UAB's putting the asses in the seat for this one. 6 and 1 Blazers traveling up to Knoxville. They are catching 12 through the tee and the checkerboard at Neyland. Uh, I'm going to roll into this. UAB is a great fucking team. The only loss they've had all season was me betting on them, and that's the reason I'm going to bet on them again right here, getting 12 in Knoxville. Uh, I actually just think they're a better team than UT. I think they'll be able to hang. Uh, I think throughout the athletes at the end, Tennessee will probably be able to win this game. They are fighting for a bowl. It is at home, but UAB is fighting for a lot also. 
I love the Blazers here getting 12. It could be one of those things Tennessee squeaks it out by 10 at the end. Bagman, what do you got in this game? So, yeah, I agree here. Um, Tennessee's riding high. Tennessee's been looking good. They've they've covered, I think, in four straight. But UAB is a sneaky, sneaky dog here. 12.5 is a lot of points. UAB's D-line is actually really salty, and I think Tennessee's O-line is their biggest weak link. So I think they get a lot of pressure here. Guantanamo Bay, Jared Guantanamo Bay, is not going to be able to run around like he normally does uh, and, and, and find – passes downfield to just throw up to, to receivers and let them come down with 50-50 balls. He's going to have a lot of pressure in his face. People easily forget that they lost to Georgia State earlier this year and BYU earlier this year, both at home, both against out-of-conference foes that were lesser opponents. UAB is going to cover and potentially win outright. I think it's going to be a close, maybe a three-point uh, Tennessee win here. UAB could easily ink one out here. But yeah, so so Pullen and I both are on the dog here on, on UAB. A frisky, frisky out-of-conference dog. Do we have one more SEC game? No SEC, but before we go into our out-of-conference games, a select ad from our uh, sponsors. From ZipRecruiter. Chavez, a small business owner in Portland, needed a chief operator of packing bowls for his organic ganj company. and needed a qualified candidate fast and didn't know where to go. Then he found ZipRecruiter. They located one in Portland within seven seconds. If you need a CEO of packing bowls, an accountant, or anything in between, call ZipRecruiter. Now, back to our content. All right. Well, thank you, ZipRecruiter, for that beautifully written ad. Um, we're going to dive right back in. The last SEC game of the week, Ole Miss versus Auburn on the Plains, 6 o'clock kickoff uh, in, in what's, the, what's the stadium in Auburn called? I don't know. Jordan-Hare. Jordan-Hare. Jordan-Hare, as they call it. This is the uh, Crime Dog McGriff revenge game. People forget Crime Dog. I be spitting Mark, but Eddie Murney, Jordan Burfer. Yeah, whatever you just said. <laughs> Pullman Profiteer back on his singing game this week. Um, but yeah, Crime Dog McGriff, uh, ex defensive coordinator of Ole Miss, now ex recruiting, now, now just a, a recruiting coordinator, a recruiting guru for Auburn. It's a revenge game for him. Also, Saw some saw some tweets online this week. Uh, military appreciation game for Auburn this weekend. So respect the troops bowl here. I'm gonna lead off. What is it? Minus twenty, minus nineteen for for the Tigers. I believe it is uh, eighteen and a half, nineteen and a half. Nineteen and a half. So and fifty eight over under. Fifty eight. Ole Miss team is done. Ole Miss is completely done. Matt Luke has no idea how to coach. He is a he's the worst in game coach of all time. He might be able to like run a program and, and be able to recruit and get a team on the right path. He's the sacrificial lamb for Ole Miss until they have their next head coach come in. Ole Miss will not score a point this weekend against Auburn. Auburn's going to score 45 at least. This is going to be an absolute blowout in, on the Plains in Jordan Hur. Uh, I'm taking Auburn, laying the points. I'm also taking the over. I said Ole Miss is only going to score 10. I think Auburn might score 45. 50. I don't know. I'm taking the over and the favorite here. I'm parlaying it as well. So parlay the over and the home team. Do them all. Win big. That's that's five units if you can win all three of them. Pullman, what you got? Not so fast, my friend. <laughs> I have some defensive efficiency stats I'd like to share with oh, you. Oh, you're going to bring out the nerd analytics. Against rushing, uh, Auburn, third in the country. Against passing, sixth in the country in efficiency. Ole Miss, great at stopping the run efficiently. Auburn cannot throw. They're bottom 90 in passing efficiency. I don't think either team will be able to score. I think you're right where it probably will be an ass-kicking. I don't know if Ole Miss will be able to score more than 10 points. But I don't think Auburn will be able to score more than 20. I think this game will be clearly within the lines. 
I think it'll just be kind of an ass, a classic SEC 1984 ass kicking of uh, one team's a lot better than the other, and neither team can move the ball. No one's entertained. Everyone leaves drunk. Under, 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 Jordan Hare, under. So you're going under and the Rebs, or just the under? I'm avoiding the Rebs. Uh, just some speculative hearing I'm hearing, some hearsay there, there here and there. Some hashtag sources giving some you some hashtag time. sources on this uh, lovely Wednesday evening. I wasn't gonna, I was gonna make you do another dog kennel bet if you remember from last week. Pullman boots on the ground in Oregon took the Oregon Ducks over his hometown Pullman Profiteers, his hometown uh, Washington State Cougs. They covered as I as I knew they would. Gave you three units on that one. Washington State only lost by two. I wasn't anticipating five starters getting injured on the defense. Well, right. hey, you never anticipate a loss until it hits you right in the face. So I almost made you do it again. I'm going to let you stay off this week. I'm doing Ole Miss and the over. Pullman is avoiding the spread and only taking the under. J Dog, what you got? I do have, yes, I have Auburn and the over. I'm taking the home team and the over. Sorry if I misspoke there. I'm taking. Hey, a little word for the people at home. J-Dog can't hear anything I say. It can barely hear what Red Bagman has to say. He's going off uh, sonar only all the way from Houston. Austin. Austin. Yeah, when you're all the way in Austin, it's hard to hear all the way to from Memphis. But he's he's doing his best. He's he's giving us his picks, though, which is all, he, all we need from him. Jeff, that might have been the best, uh, like, analytically driven bet you've ever made. <laughs> that was very impressive. You, like, like getting some inside scoop, but then just ignoring the whole thing and taking a quarterback that is better than the guy that is hurt. Him getting the whole run of the game, him getting every snap is way better for Ole Miss, especially in this game in which Auburn, you cannot run the ball against Auburn. I'll appreciate that, uh, that analysis. I appreciate you doing that, but I'm still saying fuck you. Ole Miss won't be able to score the ball at all, even with Corral, without Plumley on the with with Plumley on the bench. I think they they have zero opportunity to win this game. Um, so we're gonna move on to our next game. But first, Pullman is gonna have to get in the dog kennel for this for this next bet. So we're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna open this just rattle this cage over here and just get it nice and open for Pullman to slide on in. Go ahead and get. You go feet first. That's a wild boy move. Wild man like that. So I'm here by myself. J Dog is in Austin, and Pullman is getting in the dog kennel. So I have full control over whether I unlock this dog kennel at any moment, or if Pullman is stuck in there for the rest of the night. So we'll be here to see how this turns out. I'll, we'll have a video for the listeners to have in the morning. But Pullman is now <laughs> completely locked in the dog kid. I'll get you a treat later, boy. But we're going to move into our uh, our next game, into our out-of-conference slate, the college game day game. We have boots on the ground here in Memphis, Tennessee. We'll be live at college game day for all the listeners. We'll be live in stadium uh, giving rapid reaction 
to uh, to the to every score, to every turnover, to every I don't know snowflake that falls. It's gonna be cold as shit on Saturday night here in Memphis. But we have every uh, live scoop. If you follow us on Twitter, we'll be in the stadium faster than the uh, TVs can react. So we'll be tweeting out live lines before they even happen. I'm going to go ahead and start. College game day on Beale Street, Memphis, at home, minus 6.5, Saturday night in Liberty Bowl, Kirk Herbstreet, Chris Fowler. Chris Fowler, the host of game day, Pullman. Yeah, Fowler. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You're in a dog kennel. Street, Desmond Howard. Seven. Also, I just want to clarify, it's not we boots on the ground, it's me boots on the ground. We have one coward going to watch an NBA game instead of college football. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Really makes whoa, you think. whoa, whoa. You, have no, you don't even have a ticket yet, so you can't be talking to me saying King I don't scalping. have a ticket. All honor to his name. Anyway, shut up. You're in a dog kennel. No one cares about your opinion. I am in a dog um, kennel. So, very degrading. <laughs> it's disgusting, too. I will go ahead and give my pick here. Memphis does not deserve nice things. This is the classic Memphis gets hyped for a game in which they think they can win something big and actually become relevant in anything ever, which they will not. They will not. Southern or uh, SMU, Southern Methodist University out of Dallas, they're a very, very, very good football team. Don't let anyone fool you. Chad Morris was their coach last year, but he brought in some good talent this year. Sonny Dykes has taken him to 8-0 so far. They'll be 9-0 after this week. I'm taking SMU money line. That's my only bet for this game. I'm not even taking the points. I might take the points come game day after I already took a money line. I'm taking SMU money line. Memphis does not have nice things. I will I will give one disclaimer. The only way I will take Memphis is if John Morant is the host of game day. If that occurs, and then Memphis will win and cover. That's my declaration of independence right here from Memphis. I'm the Thomas Jefferson of Memphis right now, giving you the full-on signing my name on this document that if John Morant is the guest picker on College Game Day, I will take Memphis and they will cover Pullman. Yeah, uh, a lot of errors in that. Chad Morris has been gone for two years. He brought in all uh, the recruits, though. Will not be that cold. It will be uh, frigid. The low, is, the low is 25. And also, this game is, where is it at again? Oh, it's in Memphis. What does Memphis do on the road? They get their asses kicked. What do they do at home? They kick ass. I'm taking Memphis with or giving six. Uh, screw the over-under. I don't know how many points are going to be scored because SMU, I don't know if we'll show up. Uh, this will be an ass kicking by Memphis. All right. Well, we got Remember a dog kennel bet for next if week. Then. A, if you get an alternate line at minus 13 and a half, do it as well. Get, get your wallets rich. Memphis is going to kick SMU's ass right here. This is a, this is a dog kennel bet for next week then. I got I got SMU plus six and a half. Uh, I'm seeing it at six. Whatever, six. I don't care. All right, let's. We just shook hands on a dog kennel. I can't bet shake your hand. You're inside a dog kennel. You're making a dog kennel bet inside a dog kennel. That's fucking insane. J Dog, would you ever make a dog kennel bet from inside a dog kennel? That's the only way I want to make dog kennel bets from now on. Doubling down on my dog kennel. I think we might need to change the, you know, we've done the dog kennel bet. Well, give us something new. Give us something new. Deal. And has to post that on TikTok. Oh, I'm yeah. so in. I'm so in for that. We need to expand our TikTok horizons. Yeah, I'm about to say, TikTok is the way of the future, so we might as well get Pick Your Poison yeah, in yeah. on the TikTok game. <laughs> Because they get game day and they think they're they're gonna like like get all hype and shit and there's no they're gonna fall flat on their face like they always no, do. No, it, it, it's, it's called uh, 
this is a huge letdown spot for, for Memphis State. Give me the points. I, I mean, I, I think Memphis State might win the game, but I mean, if you're giving me five and a half points, I'll take that all day long. I, I, I love that. I agree. I agree. All right, Pullman. We'll let you out of the dog kennel here for our last two picks tonight. We each got, uh, we each got one. You need a little bit of help getting out of here. I'll pull your fucking fat ass out of here. I'll get out. <laughs> Just push. Use your legs. No, you didn't. Oh. That was a disgusting display of dog kennel there. Pullman and myself both have uh, one bet here. J Dog probably has one too to end the night. We each J-Dog's have. J Dog's slate cards are only 18 long, so you're probably here for another hour after we're done here. <laughs> well, we'll let him. We'll, we'll let him. We'll let we'll... the uncut version out later on Friday. I'll go to bed while J Dog gives the rest of his picks, but I'm going to give my last one Notre Dame, Virginia Tech, in South Bend, Indiana. Coming off a huge letdown loss against against uh, against Michigan on the road, it was a monsoon in Michigan last weekend when they lost. It's going to be windy as hell this weekend in South Bend. I've looked ahead at the uh, at the weather forecast. It's going to be very windy. 15 mile per hour steady winds, gusts up to 25 miles per hour in South Bend this weekend. You know what that means, folks. You know what that means. Wind is the biggest factor in an under. The money is also already coming in on the over, which makes me even more like the under here. I'm taking under 58, Notre Dame, Virginia Tech. That's my lock of the week. Under 58, Notre Dame, Virginia Tech in South Bend. Pullman, what's your lock? Uh, yeah, well, first, I, I got to comment on that uh, Notre Dame game. Sure. Fire the fucking sun, I can care less. My game, Pac-12 game of the week in Los Angeles Coliseum. My second favorite Pac-12 team, the Oregon Ducks, quack, quack, traveling to USC, giving up four. That was a great quack. Quack, quack, quack. Uh, and from my comments earlier about Oregon having about eight starters injured on defense last week who aren't coming back, I'm taking USC getting four and a half at home. Uh, Washington State was easy, was able to move the ball on Oregon with relative ease with receivers. USC's got way better receivers than Washington State. They have a better quarterback. I think they're going to be able to throw all over them all night. I love it. This might be a sprinkle on the over 262. Maybe might throw that. What about money line? Later. What about money line? Oh, it's yeah. USC. You know what? I'll, I'll say that. One unit plus four and a half. One unit money line. What is that? Probably plus 180. 180. Yeah. yeah. Sure. In that range. Unit on both. Screw it. Unit on the over two. Three unit play. Get, get rich on this late night game. I know it's only at 7 o'clock. But, uh, I thought it'll be Pac-12 after dark. Yeah, I know. Sad, sad. You know, we can't get Pac-12 after dark every week, I guess, with the prime time. I guess only when I travel out there is when they decide to schedule Pac-12 after dark. But, uh, yeah, I'm going fight on. And I think I'm 3-0 this year. As better long as you don't on. as long as you don't try to sing the uh, the fight song for, for, the, for the Trojans there. <laughs> I don't even remember. Yeah, you're a dumbass. J-Dog, what's your lock of the week? He got. He hadn't gotten the juices flowing once in a row in in years here. So let alone twice in a row. Please, first two weeks of the season, uh, yeah, start out fourteen and exactly one. Exactly my point. No, so I'm taking Maryland here, uh, plus twenty one. That's my locker to leave. 
Love it, love it, love it. I love to fade a good Harbaugh after a big win. There's no way they cover that spread. So that's our picks for the week, boys and girls. We're going to move into our hot topic button of the week. Pullman, I heard you got a nice juicy story that we're going to have to dive into here. Oh, yeah. Uh, this one's uh, from Longhorn legend Earl Campbell. He says Texas can't win with a white quarterback. Uh, I'd just like to get your input on that and seeing who could win at Texas's quarterback. 